Entrepreneur MBA podcast purpose is to help existing business owners grow their companies past the $10 million in revenue per year benchmark. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, and I'm co-founder of Financing Solutions. For those of you who don't know Financing Solutions, we provide easy-to-set-up lines of credit for small businesses, and I will be your host for today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast. Uh, if you are interested in learning more about a line of credit for your business, please visit our website at fscreditline.com. Again, that's FS as in Financing Solutions, creditline.com. Over the last 25 years, I've built six companies in the $5 million to $25 million range and doing two of those companies that have made the Inc. 500 fastest growing companies. Right now, I own three companies. I love learning from people with a business experience. And today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Noah St. John from successclinic.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Noah St. John is an executive coach, a keynote, keynote speaker, and the number one best-selling author. He is recognized as the father of affirmations and the mental health coach to the stars. Noah is the only author in history to have works published by Hay House, HarperCollins, Simon & Schuster, Mid-Valley, Nightingale Conant, and the Chicken Soup for the Soul Publishers. Noah has also delivered over 1,000 presentations for corporations, associations, business groups, colleges, universities, and youth organizations worldwide. Noah, welcome to today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast. Thank you, Stephen. Great to be here. So, I mean, you know, one of the reasons why I do these podcasts this is like the 400th one I've done um, is because I, I, I love learning, right? And mm -hmm. so, um, and I love learning from people, you know, who have really good topics, really good uh, experience. And I'm actually diving into, and I'm going to use the word differently, affirmations. Mm -hmm. I've, I dove into it within the last couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I know we're going to be talking about affirmations, mm -hmm. which is a, you know, a word uh, that you've kind of coined. Um, so, you know, let's start off by saying what is affirmations? So anyone who's ever read a self-help book knows that an affirmation is what the gurus have been teaching us for decades, right? All the gurus out there. Um, and there's, there's, you know, hundreds and thousands of books out there talking about the old way of affirmations. That's a method that has been taught for decades of how to use statements if we want to change our beliefs. So as you mentioned a moment ago, you know, I'm a keynote speaker as well as an executive coach and a business coach. And one of the things I like to do, whether I'm speaking live or virtually for clients around the world, one of the things I like to do is have a little fun. We like to play a little game. And I say, all right, everybody, I say to my audience members, all right, we're going to do an affirmation just like the gurus taught us and have been teaching us for decades, and I want you to say, I am rich, right? That's like a classic affirmation, just like we were taught. So everybody say, I am rich. Everybody goes, I am rich. And you know what happens next? Everyone starts laughing. And I go, what are you laughing at? And they say, well, I'm not rich. And I say, but you just said you were. And they go, yeah, but I don't believe it. See, now, isn't that the problem with the old way of doing it, right? With the old way that We've been taught for decades, we say these positive statements and we really want to believe them. But in most cases, we really don't believe these statements. In fact, what's fascinating is, did you know that there was a scientific study that was done on this very topic? And the scientific study found that 75%, get this, 75% 
of people who use the old affirmations method actually end up more frustrated than before. Uh, right. So imagine if you had a smartphone that only worked one out of the four times that you tried to use it. Right. You'd probably trade it in for a new phone, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. that's what I invented. I invented a, a, a new phone, right? A better phone, um, a, a new way, really, of changing your beliefs directly and without any use of force or anything like that. It is something you're already doing, which is really amazing. So I invented this method that I call the affirmations method. So I'll show you how it works. It's actually very simple and I can teach it in five minutes. It's something that takes five minutes to learn and a lifetime to master. So a statement or affirmation is like I was just saying, I am rich, right? And your brain goes, yeah, right, right? We say the statement, we wanna believe it, but in most cases, over 90% of cases, we just don't believe it, right? And now the guru said, by the way, if you don't believe your affirmations, just repeat it a thousand million billion kajillion times until you believe it someday, right? We've all heard this, right? And so what they're really saying, if you really think about it, what they're really saying is, well, just bash your brain into submission, right? Just, just pound it with a hammer and hopefully it'll come around someday. And, you know, hey, for one out of four people, it works okay. The rest of us were like, well, that didn't work at all. And so that actually happened to me over 25 years ago. This was 1997 when I discovered this method that I call the affirmations method. I was actually in the shower. In my books and my programs, I talk about that. I call it the shower that changed everything, right? We've probably all had those aha moments in the shower, probably everyone listening to the program, right? You have those aha moments. And I realized that with the human brain actually responds automatically to questions, not statements. For example, if I were to ask you right now, Stephen, why is the sky blue? What do you think just happened in your brain? Well, I start to come up with a reason. Right. You started to search for the answer. Now, even if you don't know the answer, your brain is like Google, right? When you go to Google, you just, you're typing in something. You're really asking a question. You know, show me all of the Chinese restaurants in Phoenix, Arizona. You know, whatever your query is, that's actually what they call it, a query or a question. Well, what's amazing is your brain's just like that, right? You ask a question and psychologists call this the embedded presupposition factor of the brain. That is just a fancy way of saying when you ask a question, your brain automatically searches for the answer. So I literally said, as I was standing there in the shower, April 1997, I said, why are we going around making statements that we don't believe, right? The old way, I am rich, I am happy, I am enough. And your brain goes, no, you're not. <laughs> Right. And I said, why are we doing it that way when the human mind responds automatically to questions? Why don't we just cut out the middleman and go right to the point? And I said, well, what would that look like? Well, let's see. You've got the old way of doing it, which you would say something like, I am rich. And your brain says, yeah, right. So I said, what would the question be? And then I said, why am I so rich? Why am I so rich? Now, what happens when you ask that question? What automatically starts to happen in your brain? You start to search for the answer, right? So what we're talking about here, what I teach in my coaching programs and my books and courses is the law of sowing and reaping. As you sow, so shall you reap. Now, this is nothing new. It's been taught for centuries. And yet, what are we sowing? Well, we're sowing seeds of thought. And yet, what are most entrepreneurs doing? Sowing lousy thought seeds. Why am I so broke? Why can't I get more clients or patients or customers? Why isn't my business growing fast enough? Why can't I you know, get the right people 
on board on my team? Why is there more month left at the end of the money? Right. And when you ask lousy questions, what do you get? <laughs> you get lousy answers. Right. And that creates lousy results. So I said, what if instead of asking lousy questions that lead to lousy answers and get lousy results and create a lousy life, what if we just flip the whole thing on its head, start asking empowering questions that lead to phenomenal answers, create amazing results and create a wonderful life. And as I was standing there in the shower, April 1997, 25 years ago, I literally said, holy cow, I think I just invented something. And so I had to give it a name. And the name that I gave it was, as you can see here, AFT. Formations, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-O-N-S. And, you know, for the folks listening, you can go to afformations.com. You can learn more about my Afformations method. And what's amazing now is because I've been teaching this for over 25 years now, we've helped over a million people all around the world, over 120 countries, to change from the old Affirmations method to the new Affirmations method. And as a result, make a lot more money, literally doubling, tripling their income. Also to find love. We've saved a lot of marriages. <laughs> We've helped people, you know, find their soulmate. Also kids love Affirmations. You know, for those of you listening who have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, they love Affirmations. We've helped kids get better grades, feel better, have higher self-esteem, go on to college when people have given up on them. So really the results have been really incredible using my Affirmations method over the last quarter century. How does it change when I know I do, uh, I'm really good at asking questions mm -hmm. uh, and I don't just mean the podcast. It's just, it's always been natural for mm -hmm. me. That's how I learn. It's, it's, uh, um, but how does that's when I ask questions, I'm not asking questions of myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what affirmations is, right? but how does it change when you're asking questions when when you're asking questions in a group setting or with somebody else. I mean, a lot of times I like having a sounding board and working through my ideas with somebody else. Um, but to do it myself, how, how does a dynamic change? Well, the truth is that every person on this planet is already using my affirmations method. All 8 billion human beings are already doing this. The problem is two things. There's two problems. Number one is, of course, most people don't know they're doing this, right? Most people don't know they're already forming in their own mind. You're already asking yourself questions like I gave a moment ago, examples of what I call disempowering questions, right? So a disempowering question that somebody would be asking would be like, why am I so stupid? Why can't I get anything right? Why does this never work out for me? Why do I never get the breaks that other people get? See what you see what you just did? You just deformed. And guess what happens? Your brain hears that and goes, okay, I'm going to find the answer. And guess what? Lo and behold, there's your life. So everybody's doing this. So that's the first problem. The second problem is that most people are doing this in a very disempowering way because they haven't been taught my affirmations yet. They just haven't heard of it, right? So they're doing it subconsciously rather than consciously. So what so many of my clients, I'll give you an example. I had one client uh, who's a businesswoman uh, entrepreneur in Arizona, and she hired me as a coach. We have a program called the 12-Week Breakthrough, where I help entrepreneurs make more in just 12 weeks than they made in the previous 12 months while actually winning their lives back. So she hired me because she heard me on a podcast and she said, I'd like to make more in the next 12 weeks than I made in the past 12 months while, you know, getting more time. And so what happened was I taught her this method and, of course, many other methods that we use to help people make a lot more money in a lot less time. 
Well, what happened as a result of just changing this one behavior, this one thought pattern, she was able to triple her investment in just two weeks. So it didn't even take her 12 weeks. It took her two weeks. <laughs> and we have lots of examples like that. So the point is that when you're thinking something, right? And as I stated, most people are unconsciously, unknowingly asking really lousy questions, like the examples that I've given. So when you start to become conscious of what you're already doing, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I've been asking myself really lousy, disempowering questions. And that is one of the reasons why, and this is another part of my coaching, is that I have been saying for over 20 years that most entrepreneurs are driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake. So as an entrepreneur, for everyone listening, think about your goals, right? Well, what is a goal? A goal is simply a destination, right? And you know, as you stated, Stephen, you, know, you, you help people get to that $10 million level. That's what I do too. I've helped people add you know, entrepreneurs had six, seven, and even eight figures and more in record time, right? That what we love to call that hockey stick growth. They're going along and all of a sudden we start to, you know, put in our methods and boop, that hockey stick. So what happens is that because so many people have, well, not enough people have been taught this, right? This method and the other methods that we teach, the point is that they're driving down the road towards their destination, but unknown, unknown to them, they're unconsciously they have unconsciously have driven the habit of driving with one foot on the brake. So at the same time that they're driving forward, they're also holding themselves back. So that's one of the reasons why we see these incredible hockey stick results is because we're not telling people to work harder, hustle and grind, right? That's what a lot of, there's all of those gurus out there that say hustle and grind. That's great. All you're doing is stepping on the gas harder. But if you have one foot on the brake, all you're going to do is ruin your car faster. So that's one of the things that makes our approach different. All right, so let's let's put a real example here, since this is an entrepreneur uh, uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. So you have someone who has a three million dollar uh, revenue business, and they say, um, so the affirmation, not the affirmation, the question that that person might say, who's not trained, would say, um, why isn't my business ten million dollars? Right. Um, now, what in, in an affirmation, mm -hmm. what is the right way of asking the question? Well, so in that case, you might affirm something like, why was it so easy for me to get to 10 million in revenue? See, so what you're doing is in both cases, and this is going to sound funny, but in both cases, you're tricking your brain. See, any disempowering belief is really a lie that you believe. Right. So when you say, for example, why can't I get to $10 million? That's just a lie that you believe. So if you say, why can I get to $10 million? You could say, well, Noah, that's a lie. Okay. But everything's a lie <laughs> until you believe it. Right. Okay. I, I, I missed something here because the person hasn't gotten to $10 million. I know that. Right? I know. And that's why oh. you're forming it. So the point of affirmations is you are engaging the presupposition factor of the brain. Just like I talked earlier about Google, right? So if you're, if you're constantly searching for, why can't I do this? What are you going to get? Results of why you can't do it. So you make yourself right. So now if you affirm, why can I do it? Why did I do that? Why was I able to get to that $10 million or whatever level it is that 
you want to get to, right? Oh, oh, three million. Okay, so that's that's what that's what confused yes. me. So you're saying so now? So if the person is at three million in revenues, yes. what which is what we said, yep. then the the question was uh, why why was I able to get to the three million dollar level? Okay, that right. that that's kind of cool. Yes, because 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 what you do is then you focus on your strengths exactly. And and it, okay, uh, let me it, give yeah. you another example, if I may. In fact, the perfect example of what you're talking about because uh, I also worked with another business owner. I was speaking at a an event for entrepreneurs in Los Angeles. This was a few years ago, uh, prior to COVID. And I was speaking at this event, there were about a thousand entrepreneurs at the seven and eight figure level and up. These are high powered entrepreneurs. And I was you know, presenting pretty much what I'm saying right now. And as I was finished speaking, I walked off the stage and a man came up to me out of the audience and he said, Noah, I want to hire you as my coach. You are the coach I've been looking for. Now, I didn't know this man from Adam. Ironically, his name was Adam. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, what's going on? He says, Noah, I'm totally stuck. My company has been stuck at 4 million in revenues for the previous four years. So four years, they have that you know plateau, right? And 4 million is pretty darn good, right? Most people would be like, well, that's great. But he'd been there for four years, no growth, and he'd spent tens of thousands of dollars on all the marketing gurus and all those guys out there that were just talking about marketing and stuff like that, which is great. You have to do that, but nothing was changing. And so as soon as he heard me speak about app formations and foot on the break and inner game, outer game, everything I talk about, he said, Noah, I knew you were the coach that I've been looking for. He hired me on the spot. I worked with him for uh, 18 months. In that 18 month period, we were able to get him from being stuck at 4 million for the previous four years to over 20 million in less than 18 months. That's a hockey stick growth, right? Over 600% growth. And this was what he said about us working together. And you can go on our website and you can see the videos like that. But the point is that he said, everybody else out there was just telling me to step on the gas harder, right? Work harder, hustle and grind. But nowhere, you were the only coach that I worked with that showed me how to get my foot off the brake. In other words, how to stop stopping myself from the level of success that I was perfectly capable of. That is exactly what led to that hockey stick. So well, I'm sure that I'm sure that all our listeners here, the first thing that's coming to their mind right now is what the, what did the guy do to go from uh four million dollars in revenue, twenty million dollars in revenue in 18 months? That's a uh that's a huge jump. Is that a run rate? So in other words, in 18 months he he got to a uh uh million and a half uh, uh over a million and a half per month because that sounds a little far fetched, honestly. So, what sounds I mean, far fetched? Oh, the fact that he generated twenty million dollars in eighteen months when he was going from four to four million dollars. Well, he now maybe his maybe his run rate was at one point five million in eighteen months. Was that what it was? Well, I'm just reporting the numbers that he told me. I mean, he told me, and you could, like I said, you could go on our website and watch videos from him and others. But the point is that what he told me was that. Everybody else was focused on pressing the gas harder, meaning work harder, set your goals. Not that that's wrong. We have to set goals. We have to do all those things. We have to press our foot on the gas. But if you are unknowingly and unconsciously holding yourself back at the same time that you're trying to drive yourself forward, you're always going to hit that, as I call it, your income ceiling. That's what he had hit. That was that $4 million was his income ceiling. So was his, was his affirmation, how have I gotten to $4 million so far? Well, and then it's what I want you, people to remember is that affirmations is just one part of what I teach. So right. when we look at any anywhere that you are at as an entrepreneur, for the folks listening, 
wherever you're at, whether you're at six figures, where you're at a million, whether you're at three million or 10 million or 50 million, wherever you are, there are always two forces going on, the driving force that's pushing you forward and the restraining force that's holding you back. Most people are just focused on the driving forces, your foot on the gas. But if you unconsciously have your foot on the brake at the same time that you have your foot on the gas, you will always hit that income ceiling, right? So what we did was, you know, not just using affirmations, but what I teach is called the power habits of unconsciously successful people. In other words, highly successful people, people who are at that really high level of success and achievement are doing things unconsciously that they don't even know they're doing and therefore they can't teach it. And that's what makes my approach different. That's what makes our coaching different because it's not about what you're doing consciously as much as what you are holding yourself back with unconsciously. So that's what happened with Adam, with, I mean, really with everybody that we've helped. With so the last so in the case of Adam, uh, what was he doing specifically that, uh, that, that he was putting the foot on the brake on? One of the things that I teach is called your head trash about money. All right. Now, this is a whole nother topic, Stephen. I might have to come back and we can unpack this one. But basically, as quickly as I can, head trash about money means that everybody has beliefs about money. You know, whether you're at six figures, seven figures, eight figures or more, we all have beliefs about money. The problem is that most people have very negative beliefs about money. Why? Because that's what we're taught in society, right? In churches, churches and schools, our parents, our grandparents, whatever it might be. Right. So there are many, many head trashes, as I call it, about money. For example, money doesn't grow on trees. It's easier for, uh, you know, to pass through the eye of a needle than, you know, a rich man to get into heaven or whatever those beliefs are, right? And so many, many people, most people, most entrepreneurs, whatever level you're at, are fighting with this head trash about money. So that was one of the things that we worked with on Adam. He realized that he was holding himself back because of this unconscious, unrecognized head trash. All right. And that's, you know, one of my books that I wrote about getting rid of your head trash about money, because what's what's amazing is that when you look at what we help people with is inner game and outer game. The inner game is everything that happens between your ears that's affecting everything, but it's invisible. You can't see it. The outer game is what most people are focused on. That's what's right in front of you. That's all the marketing and sales. What's amazing about Adam and Tamisa and Mike and Sheila and all the people that we've helped over the last 20 plus years. 95% of what we've worked with is inner game. Hmm. So, so let's go back to Adam again. Mm-hmm. And that was what, what was the thing about money that held him back? It was about that thinking that you couldn't be a good person and have a lot of money. Now that sounds really obvious, right? And it's like, well, no kidding, right? But there, there are very ingrained beliefs in many people Many entrepreneurs are fighting this every single day. And they say, well, because if you look at out there in society, right, what are the good role models of people who have a lot of money and are good people? There's not that many of them if you were to look at the media, right? The media is always focused on people who have a lot of money and are bad people, right? And so he wasn't aware of this consciously. And so, you know, doing the work that the inner game work that we do, he was able to bring that up to the servant and say, wait a minute, I could be a good person and have a heck of a lot of money. That was just so one he, thing that we worked on. Well, so did he, did he come to, okay, well, you said one thing. Did he come to you because he wanted to uh, grow his business from 4 million to... I, I thought you had said 10 million. Well, no, you said 20 million. Yeah. Did it was that was his purpose was or was he not happy 
in what he was doing for a Well, the fact is, is that most entrepreneurs come to me because they've reached that plateau, as I call it, the income ceiling. They've hit that ceiling, number one. Number two, they spent lots of time, money, and effort going to all the gurus out there. And that has not produced any results, right? They're still hitting that income ceiling. I, in fact, call it the income ceiling syndrome. The income ceiling syndrome is caused by those very things, by the fact that it ha- we have to master our inner game and our outer game. He, Adam, just like most people, most entrepreneurs are completely focused on their outer game because that's what's taught out there. And yet no one was looking or helping them with their inner game. So the inner game is where we always start, going back to my power habits of unconsciously successful people. There's a lot to unpack here. I understand that. But that's one of the reasons why we get that hockey stick growth, because it's not superficial stuff like, hey, do more marketing. Not that that's wrong, but that's not going to fix it. That's not going to fix your income ceiling if that's what you keep. So you're you're really you're really not a business coach. What you are is a a an attitude coach. You are a you know like I don't know what yeah okay so (laughs) but you're not a business coach. So you're not going to come in there and you say well to this guy well you need to do more X's or you need to do more O's. You're not an X's and O's guy for the business. You're you're kind of helping someone find their own way, correct? With their inner game, yes. With their inner game, Think right? about your business like a house, right? If your business is like a house and you're only ever working on the outer part of it, but somebody forgot to put the electricity when they built the house, right? And it's like, well, wait a minute. Why, isn't, why aren't these things uh, working the way they should be? Well, because they, there's faulty electricity. But here's the thing. You can't see electricity. Right. You only see the effects of electricity. So that's an example of what I do. I say, yes, that I'm an executive coach. and I'm a business coach. What I really am is a power habits coach, an inner game coach. That is, in fact, why we help people get that hockey stick growth. You know, because the marketing guys, they've already spent all that money. Most of the people that have hired me over the last 20 plus years have already spent, just like Adam being a perfect example. He spent tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands on all the marketing stuff. Again, you have to do it. It's not that it's wrong or it's bad or something. It's just that they're not even looking at the inside of the house. What, what have you heard from people? And I, I know this is a, a, a challenging question mm-hmm. uh, that it might, you may not know, uh, but it's like, what have you heard from people who have just read your book mm-hmm. versus people who've read your book and brought you on as a coach? Can you actually read the book and make a significant change in your attitude or does it really need to go along with a coach? Everybody's different. You know, people learn in different ways. Some people are do-it-yourselfers. They, you know, would read a book or take one of my online courses and they're just fine and they, you know, go on and do great things. There's a lot of people that like, you know, to work with someone, right? That's the done with you. And that's, you know, of course, we have one-on-one coaching, we have group coaching, we have programmed like 12-week breakthrough and, you know, et cetera, like that. So we have one-on-one and group coaching. That's the done with you. That's where you get access to me. So I can actually answer your question because, you know, when you get one of my books, of course, a book can't answer a question in the sense that, well, but no, well, what about this or what about that, right? A book is a book and it there it is and it exists and it has a lot of great information. But so that's the done with you. And then, of course, we also have done for you where we have done for you. Let's say we write your book for you or we build your funnels for you. Now, here's the only thing about that. However, there's no such thing as done for you with the inner game. As far as I can tell, and I've been doing this a long time, I can't 
change your beliefs for you. I can show you how to change your beliefs, but I can't go in your brain and change them. <laughs> that would be like an, a real done for you in the inner game. I don't know how that's possible. It's it's kind of like if you hire a personal coach, uh, you know, a personal trainer, right? And they and you say, hey, Noah, I want to get in shape. And by the way, I want you to do my sit-ups so I get six-pack abs. I Wouldn't that be nice, right, if you could hire someone to do your sit-ups and, and then you get six-pack abs? But so far, I haven't seen how that works. <laughs> so I want to ask you about some of the other than Adam, sure. okay? Because we maybe went over that kind of case study. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe you could zero in on maybe two other people sure. that you've worked with separately. And what was the idea, like what problem did they come to you with? And then what did they, what was the answer that they themselves came up with that resolved the conflict that they were having? I'll, I'll so, give you a great example. Um, uh, we had one client, his name's Charles, and he was in Barnes & Noble. This is a story he told me. He was in Barnes & Noble. He went by my book, you know, that was on the bookshelf, one of my books. I've written 18 books now. <laughs> so it was one of my books called Power Habits. And uh, he saw this book. He walked by it three times. And then something just called out to him. He finally bought it. And so um, he read like half the book and he reached out and contacted me. He said, Noah, I want you to coach me. And so the point is that he realized that this head trash that I was just talking about was costing him a lot of money. In fact, I asked him straight out. I said, Charles, how much do you think your head trash is costing you right now? In other words, if we don't get this problem fixed, how much do you think you're going to lose this year? He said, without batting eyes, said a million dollars. If I don't fix this problem, I'm going to lose a million dollars this year. And I said, okay, I tell you what, just pay me 10% of that million dollars. In other words, if you give me 10%, excuse me, if you give me $1 and I give you $10 back, is that a good deal? He goes, yeah, that's a great deal. I said, so give me 10% of a million, I'll find you that million dollars. And I didn't find him a million dollars in 12 months. I found him 1.5 million in 10 months. In fact, right now he's on a seven week vacation with his wife. He just, he, he bought a new RV and he's on a seven week vacation because he not only made more money, he got a lot more time off. He said he's never been able to do that before. So it's exactly the same type of thing like with Adam and pretty much with everybody I've worked with over the last 20 plus years, which is that inner game, that head trash that really nobody was telling them about that they weren't even aware of was holding them back. I, I just keep going back to that point. Uh, and for everybody listening, realize that just as your destination is right there, right? It's just like driving a car. You want that thing and you, you're you driving hard to get it. I know that. Everybody listening to this program is really driving really hard with their foot on the gas. But if you're unconsciously holding yourself back with your foot on the brake, I'm not saying you're not going to get there. It's just going to take you a lot longer. What well, in this case, uh, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Charles. Charles. Um, what was holding him? What? What was holding him, his foot on the brake? What was exactly the thing that was holding him back? It was similar to Adam and similar to most people is that head trash about money can, in fact, what we have is we have a special quiz that we give to our clients that says, what is your head trash telling you, uh, or excuse me, about money specifically? What is your head trash about money telling you right now? In other words, that, you know, if I make a lot of money, then a lot of people won't like it, right? People won't like me. Or when I make a lot of money, there'll be so much more demands on my time. And so we have to go through these unconscious beliefs that are causing people to actually hold themselves back from making the money and having the success that they're perfectly capable of. So see- I, I, just, can't, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe it. I've never heard of, I know hundreds of business owners. Mm-hmm. I've never heard somebody say, okay, that they're afraid of growing their business because they're afraid of how people are going to look at them 
because they have money. Yep. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I, I well, this isn't for everybody. I mean, that's the beauty of it. it. I mean, it's not for everyone. And the people that know it, know it. Like, you know, I've, I mean, given several examples of people, they just they just know it right off the bat. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. And if it doesn't apply, it doesn't apply. That's the beauty of it, you know? And there's- Well, it's almost that the book that you, I mean, you said you've written uh, 15, 18 books, mm-hmm. right? Uh, eight, did you say 18? 18, yes. 18 books, right? It sounds like the book that's the most relevant to entrepreneurs is the one about money, yeah. not the one well, about affirmation. Not the, the one about is that, that one's free. So I, I was actually going to mention that, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's called "Get Rid of Your Head Trash About Money." This book is free, so you know we have the website for that that I can give out. But I mean, um, it's easy to remember. Yeah, send, give me it out. A, Go ahead. send me a book, Noah.com. That's that's a send me a book, Noah. Easy to remember. Send me a book, Noah.com. Yeah. Anyway, that's the get. That's the head trash book, and yeah, that's how a lot of people start. With that, yeah, book. I mean, so, I can, yeah, I can see, uh, I, I can see where. I mean, someone came up. Uh, I forgot what the scenario was, but oh, I know what happened. Was, mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to get into the, all the details, but <laughs> you know, the number one thing is I see with entrepreneurs is they have to get used to the idea is every single time you grow your business, you have to be able to find money again. You know, like to finance your business, uh, to start your business. A lot of people stop uh, mm-hmm. with their business idea because what they say is, oh, well, I can't do that because I don't have the money, mm-hmm. right? In like 25 years ago, when I started my first business, it was a bigger deal to find money to start your business than it is today. If you can't find money today to start your business, then you really should not be an entrepreneur <laughs> because that problem will always be come about at different intervals of your growth. That's right. And and so it's always, uh, you know, so I can see where money thought processes and matters really, uh, your attitude toward money can really affect. Like, so for me, I never stopped the idea from starting a business mm-hmm. because of uh, money. Right. Never. Okay. Smart. I just said, I'll find it. Right. Smart. Yeah. Well, whatever. It, it is what it is. So I can see where money makes a big difference in how somebody would grow their business. But honestly, somebody who's saying, uh, I don't think, uh, I don't want to grow this business because I don't want people to not like me because I'm growing this business and it's bigger. <laughs> I just, it's weird. Yeah. So, That's just one um, example. That's why we have people take a quiz. Uh, we have 47 different head trashes that people, you know, that can be do. holding people back. And I mean, that's okay. why your business uh, in particular, Stephen, is so valuable, right? You're, you're helping people find that money. You're helping entrepreneurs really get that financing, that funding. Yes. Uh, so they yeah. have that line of credit. And that is a huge, huge thing for, for many entrepreneurs just to have access to that credit. So that's why I love what you're doing. And I love the service. Well, providing. I'm passionate about it because I've had, uh, yeah. I've had issues, right. you know, trying to find lines exactly. of credit. It's really hard to get. So I, I believe that, you know, every entrepreneur should have a line of that's credit. That's why I that's, love what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's wrap it up. Um, so tell us a little bit more about how they can get all your books and uh, your lectures and stuff like that, please. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you go to send me a book, Noah, that's this book. It's free. We just ask you to cover the shipping. It's ha- get rid of your head trash about money. Uh, send me a book, Noah. And also if you go to breakthroughwithnoah.com, that is a, uh, a free video that uh, is a training on really uh, it's an 11 minute video that really encapsulates everything that I've been teaching for over 20 years now. So that's breakthroughwithnoah.com. You can just check out that video training and check out the book too.
Great. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, so that's all the time we have today. I'd like to thank so very much Noah St. John from successclinic.com for coming on to today's podcast. And if you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend. And also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. And of course, if you're looking for a line of credit for your business, you can visit us at fscreditline.com. That's again, FS is in financing solutions.com. And, you know, I think the biggest takeaway that I got today, um, you know, I really like what Noah said about, you know, looking at your mindset, your attitude. I, you know, I really believe that your attitude in life is the biggest difference between success, happiness, and not, you know, I tell my sons, uh, you know, why do you go to, why do you go to school? Why do you go to college? Because most people will say, I go to college because uh, I want to get a good job. And I, and I say to my, my sons, no, you're, you're going to school so that you have options in your life. That's why you're going to school. And then I also tell them too, is the most successful people that I know love to learn and just love learning at school. And I really think that that's made a big difference. My, my oldest son's 22 years old and he's doing really well and he's got a great head on his shoulder and, you know, really knows what he wants. And, and so I think attitude and affirmations can really help you with that, making a change in your mindset. So, you know, it was a good podcast. I learned a lot. I really appreciate, appreciate Noah for coming on. So everybody have a fantastic day. It was good seeing everybody.